Hey everybody and welcome back to the Morning Moxie Show. I'm Alicia Sharp, your host, and today we have John Maxwell on the show. And this is part one of a three-part message to finish out Thanksgiving week. We're going to learn about how to have a blessed life. Here's John. Well, what's so beautiful is Jesus teaches us how to live a blessed life, and we're going to talk about it today. We're going to talk about climbing with him, being his climbing companions. On 60 Minutes, they did an interview uh, several years back now of of where a a man who had just climbed at Mount Everest with a party of people, um, and it was a very difficult climb. And In fact, they lost a couple members in that climb. And uh, so the 60-minute interviewer was talking to him and and asking him, why do you go through such uh, danger, such difficulty? Uh, Why why do you risk your life to to get to the top of the mountain? And and the the mountain climber just looked at the interview on 60 Minutes, and and he just said, it's obvious to me you've never been on the top of the mountain. And, And when you go to the top of the mountain and you climb, you become a climbing companion with Jesus, it begins to be really awesome. And there's a passage of scripture that are just going to be foundational for us today. It's in in Matthew chapter five. It's on your screen. Jesus is just coming off the lake and now he's seeing that his ministry is beginning to draw huge crowds. So what did he do at the, at the lakeside when he saw the, the large crowds, he climbed a hillside and those who were apprenticed to him, the committed climbed with him. Arriving at a quiet place, he sat down and taught, I love this phrase, his climbing companions. And in my Bible, back on June the 8th, 1996, I wrote in the side of the Bible, I want to be a climbing companion of Jesus. I want to take that climb. I want to, I want to, I want to go up that hill with him. Because it's obvious to me, when you really see this scripture in context, that there were a mass of people at the lake, but as he began to climb, the committed went with him. In other words, not everybody heard this great sermon. Not not everybody enjoyed what what a few enjoyed. Those that were willing to to take the energy, make the effort, take the time to to climb the, the mountain. And so I'm gonna share with you in this session Five ways to live a blessed life, okay? Number one, and what's so beautiful about these five things I'm gonna share with you is that they're, they're very reachable. Every one of you here on all the campuses, every one of you, you can reach these. These are all achievable. You can scale this, you can get here. It's not above us, it's not beyond us. It's not too hard for us. In fact, look at your neighbor and, and say to them, even you can have this blessed life. Go ahead and tell them that. Number one, if you want to live this blessed life, number one, make an effort to spend time with Jesus. We've already seen that illustrated in the very beginning of this story as it unfolded to us that it was the climbing companions that got to, to hear him. Often you've heard me talk about, because I wrote a book called Intentional Living, and when I talk about intentional living, because I think it's, it's absolutely the essence of a successful life, I do a visual and the visual is very simple. I just hold my arm up in the air like I am doing right now. And basically I tell people what I'm telling you. 
Everything worthwhile is uphill. Everything. You have nothing worthwhile in your life that you did not have to climb to get it. Your dreams, they're all uphill. Your hopes, they're all uphill. The relationships that are the most dear, dear to your heart, they're all, all uphill. If you've been successful, it's all uphill. No, no one ever, no one ever wrote a book called Sliding to Success. <laughs> we, ooh, yeah. You've never heard, you've never heard a, you've never heard a, a successful person talk about accidental accomplishments. It's all uphill. And see, to get uphill, you've got to be intentional. No, nobody went uphill. Nobody's ever gone uphill by accident. You've never seen a successful person interviewed and, and they said to him, how did you get to the top of the mountain? And you've never seen a successful person kind of look around and go, oh my. I have no idea. I just woke up. Here I am. Oh, happy day. No. If you get to the top, you do it on purpose. It takes energy. It takes effort. When I wrote the book, The 15 Laws of Growth, the first law, and I did it purposely, the first law is the law of intentionality. And the law of intentionality just says growth doesn't just happen. If you grow, you do it on purpose. If you, if you really want to have a blessed life, you do, it, you do it on purpose. And it's going to take energy. It's going to take effort. Several years ago, I had the privilege of being in Jordan and visiting Petra, one of the seven most scenic wonders of the world. And uh, it's, if you've been there, you know it's a, it's a, it's a hard day. A lot of walking, a lot, quite a bit of climbing. And it happened to be when my left knee was very bad. And in fact, I was knowing I was going to have to have a replacement on it. But, but, but I wanted to see it, so I walked it. And, and we had a late lunch that day, probably about 2 o'clock in the afternoon. And, and I, oh, I was tired. And this knee was just bothering me terribly. And our guide said, did you enjoy it? Oh, it was incredible. And then he said, you know, there's one more thing most people don't see. But, and he pointed to a mountain. He said, on top of that mountain... You, is a library just carved out of stone that is incredible to see. And he said, most people don't, don't make the effort to, to go see it. And I remember looking at my family and, and I said, I'm going to take the mountain. And, and I didn't want to take the mountain, but I didn't want to miss it. And, and you know, you, you just don't go to Petra every day. And so it took me a while and I made that climb and I got up there and I saw that site. Then I got off that mountain, took me two hours to get off the mountain. And then I went to my hotel and I started started icing and soaking and praying and asking forgiveness and (laughs) getting a knife to cut it off and, and, you know, and and calling the surgeon immediately and saying, I'm ready, I'm ready. You know, I've uncle, uncle, you know what I'm saying? You, you, You see the only way to, the only way to see that last library is to make the effort. You see, when you make the very best effort that you can make, you will not always be successful, but you will always be fulfilled. 
And all Jesus is really saying as he climbs up this mountain is, he said, do you, you, do you, wanna, do you wanna climb with me? Do you wanna be a climbing companion? Do you wanna make a, an effort? And why were they climbing up the mountain? Because Jesus' ministry was full of adding value to people. You want self-worth? Hang around with Jesus. Because he would look at you not as you are, but as you could be. And he would say, you could become salt. You could become light. If you want hope, hang around with Jesus. He would say, I've come that you might have life and, and have it even more abundantly. You want unconditional love? Just watch how he treated the woman caught in adultery. I, I, neither do I condemn you. Go and sin no more. You, you want some healing? Jesus said, I'm a doctor. If you want peace, he said, well, I give you a peace, not like the world can give it to you at all. The peace I give you, they can't give it to you and they can't take it away. You want forgiveness? That you've got forgiveness. I've come to seek and save those which are lost. You want purpose? Follow me. I mean, look, he looked at the disciples, these, these fishermen. He said, guys, I know you've been catching fish, but if you follow me, you'll become fishers of men. You see, every time Jesus walked in somebody's life, he lifted them to a higher level. And when you find Jesus and he lifts you to a higher level, you're willing to climb a higher level to be with him. It's worth the journey. It's worth the effort. It's worth the time. It's worth the, it's worth the energy. This is incredible. It's incredible when you think of how he wants to spend time with you, but when he spends time with you, he wants you to climb with him. And when I look at him and what he does, he's asking you and me today, will, will you climb the hill with me? Will you, will, you, will you be a climbing companion of mine? He's always wanting to have relationships. He talks about, will you open the door if I knock on the door? I mean, I'll come to the door. Can you take a couple steps and just open the door? If you're a lost sheep, well, I'll come and find you. I'll even leave people that are safe and whole and in the pen. And, and I'll come and I'll look for you. And I'll keep looking for you until I, until I find you. He wants a relationship with you. Several years ago when we lived in Atlanta, when you, you, know, when you had house phones, it, it, when our house phone would ring, Margaret would always answer it because there'd be times when, I, well, a lot of times I'd be gone, but many times I'd be studying, working, and she knows that when I'm writing or something that really don't want to be interrupted. And so anyway, she had handled the phones for me at the house. And, and uh, so I was walking through the room one day and I could tell she was trying to put somebody off and basically, you know, say he's not, going to be available. And, and, and then she, she said, um, she kept, uh, she said, do you know a coach Dick Vermeil? I said, give me that phone. Give me that phone. <laughs> coach Vermeil, how are you? Yeah, I'm good. And of course he was back then coaching the Super Bowl champion, St. Louis Rams. And, and he said, John, I listen to your tapes. I read your books. And, and he said, I, I, I just, I just want to call could, could I spend some time with you? And as soon as could I spend some time with you, I, I didn't say, well, I... hopefully someday. Somewhere under the rainbow. I said, well, could you come over in 10 minutes? I mean, hello. Hello. Well, he was in, he was in St. Louis. He couldn't come, but, 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 but I couldn't get over the fact he wanted to spend time with me. Now forget Dick Vermeil. Here's what I want you to catch real quickly before we go to the next point. God would like to spend some time with you. Not Dick Vermeil. God. 
God wants to spend some time with you. This is huge. The God of the universe says, could we hang a while? Make your best effort to spend time with God. That was John Maxwell, and you can find that on YouTube if you search under The Blessed Life, John, Dr. John Maxwell. You can also find out more information at his website, johnmaxwell.com. Hope that you have an amazing week and that you do celebrate all the things that we have to be thankful for and that you can live a 320 life in Christ. God bless you.